Welcome to the Taskmaster Podcast, brought to you by two brothers, where we lovingly dissect each episode with our favourite tasks, moments and further discussion points. And we also set tasks for you wonderful listeners as well. We'd love for you to get involved and share this with all your Taskmaster loving friends. And so, without further ado, roll theme tune. Wait! I've got a first task for them. Mm-hmm. Listen to it. Yeah, fair enough. Let's do this thing. <laughs> Hello, ladies, gentlemen, uh, book readers, film watchers, drawers, anything, whatever. I'm just filling for time now because I can't remember how I usually start these because it's been quite a while since we recorded one. And our apologies for that. I'm sure we have hundreds of people who are ambivalent about it, uh, but we might have one one uh, loyal listener, so apologies to that person. We've uh, We've had a lot going on. Um, I've had a lot of procrastination to do, and Nathan's been moving about here, there, and everywhere. He's currently sat right next to me, so that's the latest update. And then on the next podcast, presumably, he'll be somewhere else. That is correct. Um, so that leads me to say that this episode is the first of season three. That means that we've done two series of podcasts. That's pretty good. That's absolutely fantastic. That's amazing. Um, so yeah, this is the first episode of series three. And this is the Taskmaster podcast, not the official one because they've screwed us over and started their own. But it is one of the very few that is talking about the first original episodes, which is very nice. I think there's maximum about five. Um, so that's pretty nice. Yeah, We're rare. Um, so I'm Simon Jacobs. You probably heard the introduction by now. But uh, I'm Simon Jacobs and with me is my very hairy brother currently, Nathan Jacobs. Hello, everyone. Thank you for that strange introduction. My pleasure. Um, so Nathan, would you please introduce us to this episode and I suppose the series? Yes, of course. So uh, we have five new contestants um, and they are Paul Chowdhury, Sarah Pascoe, Al Murray, Rob Beckett and Dave Gorman. And today's tasks... Uh, in the first episode of series three their prize task as they do uh, every episode was to bring in the most flamboyant clock uh, and the tasks from there on in were to get to a microwave in the fewest steps as possible their next task was to propel a pea the furthest distance on a red carpet and the final task the pre-recorded task was to make the best snowman and they had one hour to do so the live task on the stage was to balance as many Swedes on a Swede. And that brought us to the end of the show, which I just want to add in. I thoroughly enjoyed as a great start to season three. I thought it was it, it was just brilliant. Let me pick up my notes because I have something very similar to say. This is one of my favourite ever episodes slash seasons. Wow. And that's including all of them. Wow. All, all ten. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great cast. Um... So yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. It was a really good way to start off the series. Really good way to, and I think it's a it's one of the episodes. That's one of the series where people started to find it. The first two were kind of there's there's a thing in business. It's called like um, it's called like the adoption point, and it's like a it's like a bell curve, 
there's like the early adopters and that's like that's like episode one series one yeah and like episode two it's the late adopters then like series three is probably where more of the mainstream gets involved and that's where it picks up and i think this is probably a really good one to have at this series three because it's where a lot of people probably found out about it and were told about it is that what's going to happen to our podcast as well then um Basically, that's my anticipation of it. I think by series seven, we'll be invited onto like BBC Radio One. You know, like talking it. about the explosion. You know, so uh, get your uh, get your uh, plans in straight because we're going to be superstars. Um, should we kick off, Nate? Yeah, what do we usually do first? Off. Is it first favorite moments? So we can do either most like which we choose a task that we most like to do, yeah. task that we most like to watch, favorite moment of the episode, and other discussion points. But I'll maybe we should start with uh, the task that we most like most like to have done. And would you like to kick off for a change? Yeah, sure. Most most like to have done. So I I started doing this a few a few episodes ago where I actually wrote down points. I, I signed them points mm-hmm. and made it easier for me rather than writing down like little things. And my favorite one to do would have been the snowman. Oh, okay. I gave that eight point five out of ten. Very close. That was the live task, the Swedes. Um, but yeah, the snowman was my eight point five. Um, partly because I am stereotypically creative, like in the inverted commas. You know, I'm always, it was always reasonably good at art and painting and stuff and. I think this one is the yeah it is it is the most creative in terms of you get to use your hands and stuff and I would have I would have quite liked to have sat there and thought about what what can I do to make a, a good snowman sort of thing. And what have you thought? Of? It's difficult, isn't it? Because you watch it and then, and then your ideas are infiltrated by that. Absolutely. Um, I would like to have thought that I would have pro- I, you know I quite like the marshmallow thing. Um, okay. I'm not sure. I mean, it, I can't remember which time they had. I think it was twenty minutes to order the stuff, maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure about the time. They had an hour to make it. But, um... My my immediate... I remember thinking my immediate thing was, uh, well, if, if if there's an unlimited budget and Alex can make it happen, I'd ask for a snow machine. There you go. If you can just get one like that, yeah. Exactly. So, uh, and and as, as you'll see later on in the series, Al Murray does uh, just pay for things. So uh, correct, yeah. So, so so there you go. So um, yeah, the, my favorite one was definitely the, the, to make the snowman. It was it was fun. Uh, what about you, Nath? Uh, the one that I'd most like to do uh, was the fewest steps as possible to get to the microwave. Um, I probably would. I probably would have guessed that actually. Yeah, I think just just before you move on, should we add that to it? Should we guess what each other's yeah okay choices That's were fine. next on? Okay. Sure. Um, I think it was because it hit home with my competitiveness and and a little bit of creativity. Like like when you mm. when you face with that task and you and you're staring at. Uh, a microwave stood, I don't know, 500 yards away or however far. I was thinking, how can I do this? Mm. And obviously the first thing to prioritise would be to not do what Paul Chowdhury did. Uh, his his example... That man. It, it, it was genuinely insane. Um, he moved hurdles around, uh, turning them backwards and forwards, sort of standing on them as if as if that he wasn't making steps because it was on a hurdle. It was genuinely insane. Some of them were really entertaining, but I, I can't get over watching Paul's effort, like thinking, oh wait, I'm going to move these hurdles and therefore I'm not making a step. Uh, it, was, it was absolute craziness. I don't know what I would have done. Probably something similar to Rob, rolling mm-hmm. around, uh, big jumps with my knees kind of thing. But I think I would have I would have taken to that, really enjoyed it and just been like, what am I doing? My other idea, which none of them did, and I wasn't sure whether they weren't allowed to, was obviously Alex was sat on his chair next to the microwave and I was thinking why have none of them just shouted for him to come back and uh, give him a piggyback ride to the microwave no steps and he'll, he'll lift them up it uh, didn't, it didn't, it didn't st- stipulate that in the rules there were other runners yeah, yeah, yeah. Could, I could have asked anyone can you uh, give me a quick piggyback ride I, to that microwave over there I'll say I'll say 
just one thing. I don't. I can't remember if it happened in a previous series or in a future series. But Alex was asked why he would help certain people. I think it might be in the latest series, actually, in the one on Channel Four. So, spoiler alert. Spoiling uh, me as well. Well, it, it's not really spoiling anything, but um, he was questioned why he helps certain people. Okay. Um, one thing he says that some people don't ask. Correct. Exactly. People don't ask, but he also says that. <laughs> He's really awkward with women, and if the women ask, he'll almost always always help. Um, so so yeah, um, Sarah Pascal could have asked for sure. He's probably probably giving a piggyback. Okay. The, the other two things that I'll pick up on that is one, I just thought when you I, I thought you were gonna say why didn't they ask Alex to bring the microwave to them? That's even better. Uh, but I don't know whether what I, the actual ruling I was. I Get the, actual... the microwave in the fewest steps. Bring the microwave to... That's even better. What else do you need to piggyback right for? And the other one I thought was, why did no one crawl? Is crawling steps? Um, yeah, I think they might well have counted that as a step, to be fair. There you go. But yeah, they're very good. That's my analysis. But okay. yeah, I, I agree. It was a good task. It was, you know... Actually, um, all of all, I've, I've marked all of these as, as seven or above. Yeah. That goes to show how was, good the episode it was. It was a very good episode. Yeah. Um, right, so should we go on to favourite one to watch Absolutely. then? Uh, Nate, I went first last time, so do you want to go first on this one? Okay, do you want to guess? Very good. Of the ones that I left over? Uh, favourite one to watch. Oh, that is tricky. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I'm going to go P. You're going to go P? Yeah. Okay, that is incorrect. Ah, got it. I have gone for the snowman. Interesting. Um, I thought... It was one of those tasks that I do enjoy watching their creativeness. It seems that like people are going mental. Can you get me like 100 pounds of potato flour, for example? Potato starch, whatever it was. <laughs> that was David. so much potato. I know. I know. Um, and so just things like that, the way they thought about it. Uh, and obviously, some of the, the final creations. So Al's, you know, monstrous, deathly looking thing, followed by... I felt so sorry for it. But yeah, it, 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 honestly, you know, Greg saying uh, what I see is a monstrous thing. It's a creature in pain uh, looking at our snowman. And then, <laughs> is it so like from, from Chernobyl or something? It's, yeah. yeah, exactly. But they were all, honestly all depressing. Paul's was, um, <laughs> you know, he's talking about the artistic creativity. It's like, he, a, it's like a psych evaluation with Paul's. Oh, it was terrible with the dripping. <laughs> but then it all got even more encapsulated by the final image of uh, Sarah's snowman, Scoopy melting away just sat there and i thought that was brilliant because obviously she didn't know that was coming i've, I've, I've literally written that. so cruel with, Scro- it, with it was cool because everyone had to watch it and suffer well, and it was just uh, uh, was it greg who went, nah! <laughs> <laughs> it was just fantastic so i think for all that um yeah, combined yeah, yeah. yeah i really enjoyed watching it watching them get creative watching it be yeah. depressing and to sum it all up i thought dave's was very good you know he put the scarf on it the idea of trying to make something that looked snowy he did it outside which they yeah. commented on as well I just really enjoy watching it. Yeah. I wouldn't have enjoyed doing that one, as I'm sure you can imagine. I'd have been sat there thinking, oh, how am I going to do that this? That is one of the ones I would enjoy watching you do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But for me, I'd be like, oh, this is going to go. Home. You and Dad. I thought, make a I thought of this, forget yeah. it. But yeah. Um, what about yourself? Or should we to guess? Are you saying Same. just straight Sorry. That's Sorry, I broke you. I actually put that as a nine. To watch? To watch. Now, you made a very good point just before. It wasn't just the task. It was the aftermath that was also humorous. Yeah. Um, and and actually that's a that's a very good point because I didn't consider that I think that helps because I remembered watching it in the first place and everyone's reaction to a Scoopy and b um, owls so I was ready for that rewatching 
um, as opposed to the actual actual task watching. Yeah, it was it was really funny, but it wasn't as funny as the aftermath. Just some things uh, that I wrote down that were funny about that. Um, similar to you, I, 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 you didn't uh, you didn't bring this bit up, but when um, I can't remember who said it, it was it was either obviously Greg or, or Alex who said um, out of context, this just looks like Al's having a breakdown. Like imagine that, like it is, it's like someone having a breakdown, which I found hilarious because I was just imagining that it is, it looks like a breakdown. Again, cruel with Scoopy, incredibly hilarious. Um, oh, um, I was, everyone was excited. Like they left Paul to the end, obviously, after everything, and everyone was excited to see what Paul had done, and they'd made the break there. That was brilliant television. Yeah, the fact that they'd gone. We're all we're all very excited for this. Like no one was going to go away at that point. Like waiting for what Paul was going to bring, and he didn't disappoint. He didn't disappoint. It was worth the wait. Um, what else have I put? Something else. One second. Da, 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 da. Almost there. Almost there. Almost there. Okay, must have been this one then. Um, oh, my only point was I think the decision was wrong. I want it to be taken to VAR. I don't think. I don't think Dave's is the winner. I ah no, Dave could. I, I fine. I'm I'm accepting of Dave being the winner, but Rob losing to Owls, travesty. Rob was marshmallow. Yeah, Rob's was cute and it looked like a snowman. Owls looked not like a snowman for me. But they all went through a process whereas Rob just put some marshmallows onto a table. Uh, that is the sort of thing that I would have come up with because I had no other thing to do. Sometimes, Al- sometimes the straight road is the I know, the but Al was... I'd just give him a bit of credit for being creative and trying to make something ice and cold. Whereas he's just got something white and marshmallows. I mean, I could have drawn... It's like drawing a snowman. And... Interesting. It just didn't take as much work as Al's, and so therefore I'll give credit for his monstrous, All right, monstrous, fine. monstrous I, creation. I, at that point, I understand what you're saying. At that point, I wasn't uh, wasn't amused. That's fair. Okay. But there you go. Um, so should we go to favourite moments and then other bits? Sure, we'll go to favourite moment, and then obviously we've started doing tasks, so I'll do my task for you. Do you want to do the task now? Break it up? Okay, fine. So I set Simon a task before, oh. uh, before the episode started, because I thought you might just need to take a couple of times. Uh, a bit of time. I told him to um, choose any one of the tasks. Uh, so obviously, you know, uh, fewer steps as possible to a microwave, pelipede the furthest, make the best snowman. Um, and I told him to go on... Don't look at my screen. Okay. I told him to go on Google Translate and choose any language from an act from a country um, and read me the task in a random language and I have to guess the the task he's picked and I have to guess the language that he has chosen to uh, translate it. I actually had, when I was uh, giving him the task, I thought I'll just look for myself. And so I translated, say, for example, I think it was make the best snowman into Italian. And even then I was thinking that's like a language that I should be able to make some correlations. And even then I really struggled. So I think whatever he's picked is going to be basically impossible for me. But uh, let's see how it goes. Okay. See if any any of you. What language have I chosen, Nath? You know me well. You have three guesses. What language will I have chosen to do it in? German. <laughs> yes. Okay. I really like German. I'm not very good at it, by the way, in case you think that I'm going to spout out some amazing German. Um, but I did look at other ones. Like I looked at Welsh and I heard it back. And I went, There's no chance I'm pronouncing that. Very good. I looked at Swahili, I think. Absolutely no chance. And I thought, I'll go for German because I know I'll be able to say it and then we'll see. So here we go, Nick. Okay. 
Mach den besten Schneemann. Du hast eins Stunde Zeit. Dein Zeit beginnt jetzt. Well, I am very confident about this, I'll be honest. Okay. Because I heard what I sounded like machen or make and snowman. So it sounded close to me to be make the best snowman, I would very say. Very good. Yeah, mach den, make the besten, best. Schneemann, snowman. Yeah, there, there we go. We're all learning something here, people. And if anyone German is listening, please feel free to write in and tell me I've absolutely butchered that. Um, but I did listen to Google Translate three times. Brilliant. Um, so there we go. That was very good. Well done, Nate. I enjoyed that. Thank you very much. Okay. We now we now know what snowman in German is. Schneemann. Schneemann. It does sound like snowman to me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I managed. So does to... that mean I'm presuming that Schneer is snow? Yeah. There we go. Very good. Awesome. Okay. Um, let's see. Favorite moments, Nate. Favorite moments. Okay. Um, straight to me. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so I've actually got two. So I've Ooh, done a bit of a side. I just couldn't uh, um, pick between the two. And I think both are Alex Gregg related. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was when they were judging the microwave task. Mm. And um, they were outlining what the rules were, basically, is to get to microwave as quick as possible in as few steps. Um, and Greg asked Alex, asked Alex after the first person went, um, and his time was, and Alex went irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. It was it was brilliant. It was so <laughs> rude, but also fantastic because it, it was just his time was irrelevant because it's nothing about the time. It's just about the fewest steps, and it was absolutely. Yeah. It was just a priceless. It interaction. was so sassy. It was fantastic. It was it was exactly what I want from a, a Greg yeah, yeah. Alex uh, um, interaction. <laughs> Uh, I I I say this and I say I, I say this almost every episode, but I say it again. Alex is a genius, like both in terms of like, academic intelligence, but his comic timing, it's beautiful. And what what I really like is you know with some comedians, um, you have to. Ugh, it's gonna sound so snooty, but almost like a connoisseur of com- comedy, like someone else watching it wouldn't really pay attention to that. Like that's such a such a easily missed like little thing. Fine, yeah. Um. But if you're if you're like if you're properly like watching it, yes. like you'll get you'll hear it and you'll be like, "That's hilarious!" Yeah, it's brilliant. You know, that's a where it it's not obvious comedy. If you know what I mean? Yeah. It's so yeah, hundred percent. I completely agree. That's a great moment. And to be honest, the other one that I've got is actually similar, uh, but it's Greg, and he was explaining which of his uh, right at the start, which of his flamboyant clocks would win, which which are the one he liked the most, and he was talking about. Um, you know, the the two microwave ovens, which I thought were fantastic. The fact that two people had the same random idea, you know. Oh, Al, I put that Al, as well. Alan Dave. However, what was the best bit was when he was finally basically analysing all the oven, analysing all the clocks, I mean. And um, his reason for putting Sarah in first, he goes, I'll tell you why. Because it's a clock. That's a clock. That's a clock. It's just, it was it was fantastic. It, it, or you looked at all of them. They're all rubbish. Yeah. And... It's a clock. That's a yeah. clock. It was yeah. just fantastic. Yeah. So those are my two um, standout su- moments of the show. It was such a Camden Market clock. You can get those all over Camden Market. Yeah. yeah. But I, I put that down as well. I put that in my other bits. That's a clock. <laughs> exactly. Just brilliant. But what's your favourite moment? Favourite moment? Um... It's so tough. I've written so many down. Um, let's see. What would I say my favourite moment? This is such bad airtime. Apologies for the... Uh... For the radio silence, almost. I'm going to fill it until I've decided. So I'm going to keep waffling on, and I'm just going to go. Um, very quick moment, actually. Um, 
I actually don't know what it's referring to. I think it must have been... Well, Rob did something. And he looked up and he went, if Davies got a problem with it, I'll knock him out. I can't remember what, what part, what, what task that was, though. I think it might have been the marshmallow one, because I remember him sitting at a desk having read it. God, if, he's, if, if Davies got a problem with that, I'll knock him out. And then Davies goes... And then he talks about being the hay, you know, the haymaker. If I land one punch, you're out. Yes, yeah, yeah. What was it about? Maybe it was about the marshmallows. Uh, I can't remember. I know exactly which bit you're referring it to. Was, it was, it was just a lovely little exchange. Yes. And it, and again, it comes back to it was. It's such a good cast. There's so much good banter, rivalry, yeah. conversation. They all seem to really want it, except for Paul. But Paul, he doesn't. Paul is funny anyway. Yeah. Like I think there's a few contestants throughout the series that. Like don't really care, you know, aren't really into it. They they have a reasonable time, but but with this cast, they all want it. Other than Paul, who is funny regardless. Yeah. So it's fine. Um. So yeah. So that, that, that's that's just coming from. That. I would say that that was my favorite moment because I laughed really loud at that. Yeah. Um. I've got a couple of others I can mention, like notable. Well, we can put them in other discussion points, I guess. Yeah. Fine. Should yeah. we? Do you want to kick it off? Because we felt like you were uh, you're ready. Yeah. Um. Almost faces. Yeah, just um, first of all, I said it was um, my, almost my favourite series. At some point, we'll come to my favourite series. I think I might have said it in a previous episode, but um, we've got a few to go yet. Um, Al Murray loves Taskmaster, right? He absolutely loves it. And, and so after the series, he tried to come and like gatecrash all the series like regularly. Um, they were they were doing a press talk somewhere. I can't remember which series it was for. Not Al Murray's series. And um, they were talking about how much Al Murray loved Taskmaster. And he was sat in the audience for this press talk. Oh, that is and they went, Al Murray's in the audience. <laughs> and like, apparently, he, I think it was in Edinburgh or something. And he was drunk and he just thought he'd show up. Wow. Um, he just wants to be a part of it. So yeah, he absolutely loved Taskmaster, which I adore. I think that's amazing. Um, I want to say that I love how Al and Dave think similarly throughout. They're always about like, cheating and finding the, the, you know, the roots out. I think that's great that, that you'll see throughout. Um... I love, I, I, I've said it before, but I love when Alex laughs. Because Alex is quite stoic. Yes. But, you so know, when, when, when he laughs, it's great. So I, I loved it when Alex laughed at Rob when he was doing the forward roll. Um, so that that was brilliant. Um, Paul is one of the worst ever, but funniest and woeful. Um, mm, yeah. Greg about Dave. Uh, I can't, again, I can't remember which. Um, which task this referred to? I should write that down. But um, it was Greg about Dave having done something, and Greg said, "I was intrigued about yours. I wondered what yours was going to be because your shows are clever and well thought out, and this wasn't." I think that was about um, the fewest steps possible. Was it because he's just oh yes, doing, it, well, it could well have been doing massive strides. Yes, yes, it could well have been. You're right, and there. It, it just went into it with like, oh, I'm just going to do some big steps now. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they, you're I, right, that was a very funny interaction because Dave is known to it be is, quite yeah, logical. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was, uh, I'm almost done. Then um, just uh, uh, Greg saying about Rob's role thing, shitty, sticky performance. <laughs> that was good. Um, and then just before, I think I think that's the last one. Oh, no, two more. And then I'm done. Um, uh, in the P bit, uh, when Greg, so Greg says, again, it's a, it's a thing he says a lot, you know, with a lot of these sort of tasks. He goes, no one's just going to throw it, are they? And then Alex goes, let's start with Sarah and Paul, shall we? Oh, and Dave, even. That's exactly what I've got. Yeah, and then final one, um, I'm already paying £150 to Slough with a P. And then he goes, weirdly, I know the, the cab driver's niece. 
Brilliant. Of course, Amari knows the cab driver's niece. Um, and that's me. There we go. Okay. Nathan regales with yeah, other stuff. My other discussion points are all relating to the P because we just haven't okay. mentioned it that much. Yeah, yeah. And um, it works out just to, to discuss that task. Uh, but like you said, uh, the way they introduced it was fantastic right at the start. Uh, no one's, that was exactly what they said. No one's just going to throw the P, are they? You know, that'd be, that'd be crazy on, on the grass. And uh, these are intelligent people. And then, as you said, Sarah, Dave, and Paul all went for it. But that leads me on to how the hell did Sarah land it on the carpet twice? Absolutely. If she'd yeah. thrown it underarm, I'd have been like, okay, I can see how that, because it's a bit more control than an underarm throw. But she's thrown it overarm twice, and it's landed on the. Unbelievable. It is actually genuinely unbelievable. And. Um, and the final thing I would say is it was pretty clever propelling from Alan Rob because I, I'm i not sure I'd have come up with something like that. I think I would have just thrown it as well. Yeah. Maybe I'd have done something careful about my throwing, but to take it far away or, or look at the meaning of the word propel, I thought it was very clever. So I was quite impressed with both of them. Yeah, that was that was a note I made. I wanted to discuss the English language. I, I, love, I love people's taking of things. Yeah. It's great. Because actually, I think, I think a lot of the tasks... Are fundamentally based in English language. Yes. So they they are how you read it. Um, they are subjectively written. Yeah. And I, w- I wonder whether they. I wonder where. Uh, let's say for uh, this one, for example. I wonder whether they play where the Alex and the people who wrote the tasks were prepared for the word propel to have been Questioned. taken out of context. Almost yeah. that. I, but that's the beauty of the show, you know. It just reminds me of the Richard Osman taking the ball up the hill, and then he took the the mats. Uh, in the previous series, he yeah. brought the mats down the hill, and, and then they got Susie Dent to question the language. And yeah. I, I like to think that they write the, que- the things so that people can uh, exploit. Yeah. somewhat. Yeah, so. exactly. They must do. Um, so yeah, that was that was a a very you know good start. To the yeah, series, absolutely fantastic. Really, really good. Uh, so um, I mean, we were prompted by your friend Hannah. So should we do a bit of a shout out yes. to her? She'll uh, hopefully she'll enjoy this. Yeah, she'll enjoy this episode. So uh, Hannah Levy, thank you very much, and. Uh, um, Given us a prompt to make sure we uh, get back on with uh, get back on with the podcast, so we'll crack on and uh, yeah, absolutely um, fabulous. Very Great. much enjoyed it. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening uh, yet again. If you've listened the whole way through and you've sat and you're wondering when is Ed Gamble going to come on or one of his famous guests, um, you've come too far because we're at the end of the episode now and he hasn't appeared. Um, so uh, if you're looking for the official one, go look elsewhere. If you're looking for the non-official one. Here we are. Um, any reviews, comments, um, abuse, etc., is always welcome. Always. <laughs> we haven't actually. I don't think we've ever, we've had any. No, no one's actually got in touch. No. Um, which is a bad sign. Yeah. I don't know. It's a sign. Um, so yeah, that that leaves me, Simon Jacobs, to say thank you very much for listening, everyone. We'll see you on episode three, and uh, episode I'll leave two. you to uh, Nathan. <laughs> there we go. Goodbye.